Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 226, episode 4 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. It's a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. And of course, it is Thursday, March 3rd, 2022, which makes it National Cold Cuts Day. You know, <laughs> someone's got to celebrate them. They're not yeah. being celebrated in this household. But You said it's they? not being celebrated? No, my kids fucking hate cold cuts, bro. Really? Yeah, so so does wow. my wife. And I'm like only o- okay on them, but I grew up fully, like there was always some turkey that was on the verge of expiring in the yeah. you know, drawer in the refrigerator. A little panic sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like, like just, uh, just right at the buzzer. Ate it. Yep. Did you, did you fuck with cold cuts growing up? Yeah, well, see, like having, my mom didn't understand cold cuts, really. Like, as I said, I like salami. That was like the thing that I would have around. And it wasn't until I was like in middle school and I saw everybody was eating turkey sandwiches. And I was like, I also need to have turkey meat in the house, mom. <laughs> right. So here and there. But I love I love sandwiches. So by default, I love cold cuts. Is like our cold cuts made of like processed meat? I feel like the, the thing when you, when you see them there, it's like a big meat log that doesn't appear to be the natural state of a bird. But right. I don't know. Well, I'm suspicious of cold cuts given having some distance from them. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you see, like, this. how big uh, sometimes you're like, this is turkey. I'm like, that looks like eight breasts, like gigantic turkey breasts put right. together, like in a ham hock. Yeah. But I don't know. But it, this it's everything. It can be sandwich meat, turkey, ham, salami, whatever. Oh, I'm want. aware of what they are. I'm just, I don't know what the fuck they're putting okay. in there, you know? <laughs> Still doing Still delish. Anyways, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. John and out at Wells Fargo Center, and I had so much water, so I went out to get a steak, and there he was. He don't live in Philly, but there he was, like soggy disco fries. I smell piss, cause Jackie's here. Jackie downs that piss like beer uh that is courtesy of lex lugie mr lugubrious lugubrious uh yeah just a reference to my family in philly and the fact that i drink pee and it has nothing to do with covid all right so don't (laughs) accuse me of being an anti-vaxxer and i'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host mr miles gray you know what in honor of those cold cuts I eat loose salami. Love that loose salami. Okay, that's from Run the Jewels, ooh la la. Shout out to Christy Yamaguchi, Maine, at Waffle House. Because, yes, like I said, cold cuts, just eating loose salami in a Ziploc bag was my lunch sometimes. Wasn't quite ready for the sandwich game. Uh, But anyway, shout out to you for that wonderful ear and bringing salami into a great Run the Jewels track. Damn, did you know it was National Cold Cut Day, like, coming into this episode? Is this, no, this just... going to be a themed episode about cold cuts? And I just didn't I'm even just realize it. I'm just saying, this is what, I don't know. This is, this is like one of those moments where uh, it all comes together. All right. Well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by a brilliantly yes. talented filmmaker and writer. Yes. Uh, she was the head writer for The Problem with Jon Stewart on Apple TV Plus and wrote on Girls 5 Eva on Peacock, one of my favorite shows of the past couple years. Bless This Mess on ABC, The Opposition with Jordan Clever, just all the the shows that you want to (laughs) be writing on. She was writing on that shit. She wrote, directed, and starred in Basic, which won Best Indie Short and Best Comedy of the Year on the festival circuit. Oh, wow. Full bio. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Keep going. I don't know. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. (laughs) Not everybody gets this, but... According to the trades yesterday, she just inked an overall deal with 20th Television. Okay. Which I only kind of know what that means, but huh? it it sounds boffo to me. Please welcome the hilarious and talented Chelsea Devante! Chelsea! Thank you so much for having me, for using the word boffo. I mean, like, what a yeah. day already. Yeah. Truly. A Bafo guest for us. Uh, this is Bafo Bo in the podcast world. Yeah, how's it going? How's what? What's it like to be winning? Stay winning like that? Oh man, it is both 
great. And maybe everyone has this or maybe this is just, you know, whatever from my childhood. But I'm immediately like, oh, God. Oh, God, I'm winning. This is something that can't be right. (laughs) Yeah. When's the loss coming? When's the loss coming? Yeah. What's the loss, man? And I think it's this weird combination of feeling like I sweat blood and tears for 15 straight years and like, thank God this finally arrived because I've been killing myself for it. And simultaneously the feeling of like, no way. Right, right, right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Where you're just like, you're like, that's my picture. That's my name. And I know I did sign the thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's me. I'm both like, you should have given me this a decade ago. How dare you? And like, whoa, can you believe it's me? (laughs) Right, right. Congrats, though. Thank you. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. Wonderful to see people's names in the trades that you know and you're like, that, yes, them. Yes, they should. Exactly. Thank you so much. Very exciting. We're very excited to have you back on the show. Yeah. You were the author of one of our favorite Zeitgeist thesis statements, <laughs> I believe, with uh, the connection of The Bachelor and Trump's election in 2016. So thank you. Thank you. That is an honor I wear and talk about frequently. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm constantly like, you got to listen to that Daily Zeitgeist episode with me on it. Uh, we're talking yeah. about The Bachelor in a way that I think you'll find really compelling. Right. Yeah. And then 20th television was like, did you hear this episode? <laughs> They're like, whoa, get it, get her a deal. Are you guys watching this season of The Bachelor? No, I've, I know I haven't watched. I, th- I saw one episode uh, early on, but no, I haven't, I haven't kept up. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fair. It wasn't really exciting coming off the last season. Well, so. I, I, I feel like they, they, they tried to be, they didn't really try, but they tried to be diverse, inclusive, woke, and now they have like reset to factory settings. You know right. what I mean? They were just like, shut it all down. <laughs> Bring in a host right. that looks exactly like the main guy, just like two of the biggest little eraser right. head idiots. And now we started again. Right, right, right. Yeah. Moral licensing as if it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, we voted for Obama. All right, get Trump in here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, it's like, how long can Obama's legacy make you feel good? I mean, like, we're really, we're really stretching that out. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. how much longer can it's, we go? It is paper thin at this moment, I think. I feel like I always sort of follow The Bachelor just, like, via other people. And even this season, I'm not even, like, hearing anybody talk about it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, real snooze yeah. fest. It's, yeah. it's a bummer for someone like me who likes to read about the news, you know, want to die, and then just tune in to some hot Bachelor mess right. and trash to sort of get your endorphins back up <laughs> all right yeah all right well we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment first a couple of things we're talking about later on uh we're gonna talk about john bolton's appearance on newsmax and just his general just a general where is he now we're always we we always like to check in with compelling figures yeah. and find out what they're up to so we're gonna see what bolton's up to we're gonna talk about china's propaganda accounts now supporting russia's invasion narrative and we want to unpack the marketing campaign behind the new Batman movie because all the reviews are like, this is dark as fuck. This is like definitely takes itself serious as a dark piece of like gritty, paranoid, uh, cynical art. And then it's like, and you can get the new Papa John's pepper bat wings <laughs> or whatever. There, There is, I, I also have to just say, the the main reason I want to bring this up is it's, the most unappetizing tie-in that I've ever seen is a Papa John's The Batman tie-in uh, that's only happening in the UK, unfortunately, but it, it's bad. So we'll get to all of that, plenty more. But first, Chelsea, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Okay, so I <laughs> I was looking up Phil Spector's white Afro wigs. Mm. And really going on that journey because I was reading Ronnie Spector's memoir and she talked about how he wanted an Afro wig so badly and couldn't uh, find a white one to fit his extra small head. So an extra small white Afro wig. Like, who's making these? You know what I mean? And so once I read that and she was like, my mom and I had to go find him this white Afro wig or else he would threaten to kill us. And so, you know, just a light. It was a light reading. And then I was like, well, I got to see these wigs. And he, he really found a few of them throughout the years. And I find it pretty impressive. Like, who made those wigs, do you think? You know yeah. what I mean? 
Like, did he have to get those, those custom made? Wigs. Like, oh, I mean, you didn't I know can. those were wigs. I didn't know those were wigs. I thought, like, just because they were so strange. I mean, that's maybe a lesson for any peacocking, balding man out there. That if you just go so strong, that maybe a certain type of stupid person won't suspect you're wearing a wig. But yeah, no, I think a lot of people didn't. And you know who else pulled that move? Again, I read all these celebrity memoirs for my podcast. Uh, Andre Agassi. You know, yeah. when he had that long, flowing hair. I mean, just a, right. a blonde Taped mane on. on the tennis court. All wigs, all taped in extensions. Just like yeah. it's just so funny to be like, I'm balding a little bit. Give me hair to my waist. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's like, go strong. Yeah. yeah. And also like to Phil Spector, he worked with like so many black artists that he was like, I'm bald. Let me get a white afro. It's like, and no one like we really didn't call him out till he murdered a woman. You know what I mean? Right. Like we really let him push the line until we were like, you know what, Phil? Maybe you're not okay. You know what? That yeah, you know, I used to fuck with the wall of sound, and that was a trademark, uh, yeah. you know, thing of yours. But ugh, <laughs> what's it's going a, on? A big yikes. Uh, I mean, just yeah. So I've been down a, a Phil Spector rabbit hole. I don't know if you guys know this other crazy tidbit from him and Ronnie Spector's life, but you know, the marriage wasn't going well. He like trapped her in the house, and one day to make her feel happy, he surprised her with two white twins, and was like, "Surprise! You're the mother of these two twins." And she was like, I don't <laughs> want, wait, what? And he was like, Merry Christmas. And then just like handed her two children. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So like, anyways, I like... spent a lot of time trying to look them up as well, just to see what they were up to. Holy shit. Okay. I'm, I'm looking a... back at some of the pictures of the wigs and I'm realizing the other th reason that I was confused is they look like shit. They don't look like anything anybody would want their hair to look like. So that might have yeah. also thrown me off. That's mm. that's a good that's a good strategy. You're like, right. I'm bald, but I'm just gonna have a ton of shitty hair, so no one would think this is an active choice I've made. Right. Oh, right. Cause they're like, him, Phil? No, his hair is just shitty, hair. man. I know it looked like it was <laughs> right. just some shitty I, afro perm. I imagine he was like, Hello, can you please make a uh white afro extra small? And the wig maker was like, Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, I'll say you something. For my little head. <laughs> They're yeah. like, we just do child wigs here for Halloween. He's like, yes, it's for my <laughs> daughter. Hello, can I, could I dye this bozo clown wig brown? <laughs> <laughs> is there Dude. somebody who you would be, like a celebrity whose hair is what, just whatever, it can be bad, good, that you would be surprised, like the most surprised to find out was, was rocking a wig the whole time? Oh, God. Surprise. I want to think, because it's like... Dolly Parton, incredible hair. We're not surprised about the no. wig. Yeah, of um, course. You know, I think, I think Rob Lowe. I think if Rob yeah. Lowe had been sporting wow. just a little tiny wig this whole time, I'd be pretty surprised. Yeah. A tiny little wig. Yeah, it would be I mean, Agassi-esque just because for some reason, like, they're both, like, handsome, classically. But, yeah, Agassi, once you find out it's a wig, you're like, oh, yeah, well, he, he was, like, strapping it, it on with a bandana. The whole yeah. time. Uh, yeah. Who would you guys yeah. be surprised to find out it was a wig? John Cena, I think. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because he's got cause real he short has, hair. Yeah, he's got short hair and he's also got like obvious like hair plugs that like don't seem to be working well. So if that was a wig, <laughs> if he was like, give Owen me Wilson. the wig that makes me look like. Now, Owen Wilson's a great question. I have actually had the thought in the last couple months. Owen Wilson. Is that I want to know. I yeah. want to know. What's he I wouldn't be What's surprised. The What's the true truth? You know, I we're so we're so tough on on men losing their hair, and it's like so shamed in society. And yet, a part of me, this is so messed up. A part of me is like, you know what? Good. Like y'all deserve something to freak out about. Yeah, like we're exactly. we're just you know, <laughs> women are just put through such hell for their looks, and then men men just kind of have baldness. And I'm like, you know, I think it's okay. I think it's balancing right. the universe that we're so cruel about it. Yeah, <laughs> especially the scramble to try like that. You see how inelegant men's solutions are to such a thing where yeah. it's like Agassi's like, fuck, I'm losing a little bit of hair. Lot of hair. <laughs> Get lot of hair. Don't even think about the transition when you don't even have enough hair to weave on to just shave it bald and do the most jarring transition people have ever seen. Like hey, Joey Lawrence, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Or th or they'll be like, hmm, fedoras come in purple. I think I'll start wearing <laughs> purple fedoras. Right.
Yeah. Oof. What if he had gone with a fedora instead, like on the <laughs> tennis court? <laughs> that would have been tight. With a chin strap so it doesn't so blow dumb. off. What yeah. the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> oh, man. If only. What is something that you think is overrated? Assuming people know what they're doing. <laughs> Assuming people know what they're doing. You know, you know when you like pay for a service or, mm-hmm. you know, and you're sort of like, okay, you know what? They really know what's up. I, I got to put the money up for this. And you're like, oh, surely they know what's happening. I feel like every time I, if I pay for something, I, I give them just so much leeway. You know what I mean? Like someone could just be fucking your life over and you're like, well, I did pay them money. Like, like yeah. I recently, um, I got one trainer session because I haven't worked out in uh, two years. So I was like, I should, <laughs> I should have a babysitter for my first workout. So I was right. like, you know, it's a trainer. I paid them money. Surely they know what they're doing. And like the next day, my body was just so <laughs> fucked up. And right. like, you just, it's like someone could just like put on a t-shirt and be like, ma'am, you need to cross the road here. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So right. I think um, assuming people have knowledge is something I'd like to explore. Yeah, I've I've done that with like things that have like related to like construction or whatever too. Yeah. And yes. then I'll just get I'll just get like talked into anything cuz I'm like I don't know. Yeah, I look, I have none of these skills and then like they come back and like, "All right, I put your door on upside down with the yeah. knob like very high." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, oh. that's my response." Okay. Right, yeah. Oh, okay, thanks. So, Is what that, how much the do, right... how much do I make the checkout for? Is yeah. that the good way to do it? Yeah. yeah, are you guys are you guys people pleasers? Like if somebody did oh, yeah. put your drawing upside down, would you yeah. just be like, Thank you, sir? See you later? Or would so you be like, You gotta avoidant. fix this? Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. work on it in therapy, but I am absolutely like my default is to just be like, uh, thank you. No, no, no. Thank you for putting it on upside down because this has been a learning experience for me. You're right. It would be cool to sit on a toilet like that backwards, <laughs> like a cool teacher from the nineties. I yeah, it's fate. Yeah, this is actually great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. When, but, when you work on conflict and therapy, does that mean you just fight with your therapist? Or you're like, no, I don't have that disorder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I just Come on, Jack, you want your door like this? No. Huh? Yes. No. Y- yeah. yeah. Yes. Whatever, whatever we'll get to the end of this conversation quicker. Uh, all right. Uh, well, that's <laughs> that's time for our session. We'll pick up uh, next week right here. <laughs> yeah. I've definitely like my so my wife, uh, my wife, I have to do that now oh because boy. I'm married. Here we go. Um, but she is like the opposite. She will fucking like be like, I, I don't know what this is. Shut this down. That's and awesome. So you married had, well. This was a oh, good yeah, decision. Yeah. Wow. It's all about it's all about finding your knowing your own weaknesses and mm-hmm. embracing them and finding a partner that can help you. That's really I think the best part about marriage is like acknowledging your own like shit and being like and this person helps me with that and that's why this we thrive. Yes. But I Every now and then when I'm in situations like that, I have to like sort of tap into her energy to be like, no, I need to say this right now. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want it lower. I want that lower. Thank you. Thank you. That was a good look on you, though. I would listen to that and be like, all right, we're going to lower the toilet seat. Exactly. Miles means business. (laughs) He means business. (laughs) I, You know what is a great example of this from my life is waiters. I, I... do the thing too much where I'm like, I don't know, like, what What do you think is good? What What is the most popular thing? And the waiter does not give a fuck about, Yo. like, they're just like, dude, shut up. You're making my life, like, harder. Just, like, pick whatever. Also, and- I mean, I was a waitress for just, honestly, most of my life. I've, I've been more of a waitress than I've been a comedian. And, oh, just, I would just lie. I don't, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, one, it's not like I've eaten it. I can't afford to eat th- these meals. Right. And like, unless right. you're at a fine dining restaurant, they're not like, okay, so blah, blah. So, so you'd just be like, oh, God, man. Like, I don't know. Like, a burger? Like, I, I don't <laughs> burger get to eat would the be food am- here. <laughs> I love it. What if you yeah. just took that as like, for me? Oh, I would love a burger right now. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Give me that. Oh, Give me that. <laughs> I like the loose fries that they let us eat in the back and dip in the hollandaise sauce. That was my. That's your favorite memory. Waiter. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Fries. Yeah. yeah, the fries. They're they always yeah. allow you to eat the leftover fries. So it's like, what's good on the menu? Man, oh. fries. I guess. That's my yeah. favorite. Yeah, fighting in the back of a kitchen. When I used to work on Hell's Kitchen, the Gordon Ramsay competition show. Okay, they would hot do drop. things where. Flex. Yeah. Oh, as a PA working the restaurant floor. Okay. <laughs> Let's get too into this. But there would like 
they would do this stuff where like, you know, there's like an open kitchen and like the two teams are competing and they would take food from the pass. And just to make the shot look busy, they would take food and not really put it on a table and just take it to the back where the PAs would fucking fight each other, like fight each other over eating it because they're like, yeah, whatever. It's up for grabs. This was just for like the camera. And we're like, I've never had duck before. Let me have it this time, Sarah. <laughs> that That's and your that's restaurant week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the other day about the this like being at a restaurant thing, I was at Jersey Mike's and I said on the sandwich, I said, no tomato. And the dude was making it put the tomatoes on. And I was like, all right, never mind. And then the guy in was like, no, then this is what he did. He said, oh, shit, you said no tomato, huh? And I was like, nah, it's okay. <gasps> you and didn't even take, I know, you didn't I take did, the offer? I know. And then and then the guy was like, the guy had to stand up for me. He's like, nah, what the fuck are you talking about? You said no tomato and took it off. And I was like. I was so after I left, I was like, I have not been in, I have not been interacting and uh, right. uh, advocating for myself in public for too long now. No, could you actually just give me a sliced tomato and leave the sandwich there? I just, I want. I the just sandwich. actually just take the tomatoes. I'll take those. Yeah. I don't want the sandwich anymore. Just <laughs> what the fuck? That's hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. Uh... I think I laughed so hard at that because I fully identify. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like a weird thing where even the guy, like you said, he offered, and I was still like. I felt like I don't want to. I'm like, well, you put them on, so uh, right. I uh, I'm 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 getting married this year, and I've been wedding dress shopping, Congrats. and um, it's really intense. It's a really like some places are really intense, and I tried on a dress that I definitely didn't want, and I you know looked in the mirror and was like, I don't want this, and I'm paying for it, so it's like it's my precious money, and everyone around me was like, you should get it, and I was like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so then the, the bridal people come out and they're like, oh, you have to sign these contracts. And it, it's like a six-page dress right. contract. And I'm like, you know, you have to go through each page and be like, I will not change my fucking mind. Here's And, and I'm like, I, I'm in my heart, I'm like, I don't like this. <laughs> I'm signing every fucking page of the contract, oh. flipping pages, sign it, get home. Obviously, I'm having a panic attack. My fiance asks her, like, just just don't get the dress. And I'm like, I signed. I signed so many pages. And then, Our wedding doesn't count if I don't get married in this dress. Yeah, yeah. They said we're not engaged anymore if I don't. And so I then I had to spend four months getting out of a wedding dress contract. Oh, my God. Simply because I could not. I couldn't. And my therapist was like, just repeat after me say, I'll let me think about it. Let me think about it. And I was like, yes, yes. And yes, I still can't yes. even get those no, words out yes, of my let mouth. Me think about it. Yeah, let me think about it. Right. No, That's I a was good... telling you my advice. Yes. Just say yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. yes, yes, yes. I'll wear this no, dress. Fact, and... yeah. yeah. And it's so That's... stupid too. like, I'm the one paying for it. I'm the one making the decisions. Like there's no one's yeah. bullying you. It's a nice experience. And I still was like, yeah, I... let me fuck myself over. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You guys seem to like it so much. Uh, it's yeah, it's just like this thing that starts off when you're a kid, you know, like you're like one of your first forms of like getting positive feedback is doing something and making like adults go, wow, great. I love that. And then you're like, OK, this is a way to live. And yeah. then that shit can turn to a runaway train cut to me being like, no, leave the tomatoes on that I said I didn't want. Or he's like, <laughs> yes, I will sign all these contracts. Like we're just like, fuck, just break out of that and just say, what the fuck do I want to do? Yes, yes, it's hard. It's so hard. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And Chelsea, we also like to ask our guests, what is something you think is underrated? Okay, I was really thinking about this and hear me out. Taco Bell. Now, I know you're going to be like, well, everyone loves Taco Bell, Chelsea. It's not underrated. But I think it's underrated as a a source of dinner you should have seven nights a week. <laughs> I think it's like a good food source. <laughs> I, I believe in the product. And I, I think like every night for dinner is like, I think I think it's a good choice. And one I've been making. I don't know why my trainer session went so poorly, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> Getting the bell sweats. Oh, my God. Are you OK? <laughs> <They're> like... <laughs> but, you know, I, I had it for dinner and then I was like, man, this is the best. Like, why would I ever bother eating anything else? It does not fuck with my digestion the way that 
it apparently does for other people. Yeah, no, I I know the joke of like, uh, you you know, talk about go straight through. Not me, man. It'll it'll sit there for years and I'm good with it. Taco Bell makes me the person I always knew I should have been. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whoa, that's a very interesting thing. Also, I want to say, so I may, this is, everyone's going to turn off the podcast after this. I'm a flexitarian, which Mm -hmm. is uh, where I'm mostly vegetarian, but too lazy to commit. So I'm mostly vegetarian and potato tacos will, will rock your life. Have you guys had them? Oh, yeah. I mean... Wait, I just from don't Taco understand. Bell or just in general? No, Taco, Taco Bell specifically. <laughs> oh, yeah, Taco yeah, yeah. Bell, potato tacos. Like, I just don't understand why everyone isn't talking about it every day. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I, Were you guys I ready for me to on. bring this level of enthusiasm for a very popular fast food restaurant? I'm well, just no, trying to come had... up with something to say because I think Miles and I both agree with you so hard that it's like kind of yeah. we're just like yep we've been speak. rendered inert we're like <laughs> perfect take we, we perfect should, we take. should order Taco Bell now yeah now. wait are you and so how what what's your order you get a couple potato tacos what do you what's your deal yeah how do you get that yeah potato I get a couple that's yeah yeah I get two uh huh. And um, you don't have to put numbers. That's why I say couple. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just few. get two. And um, and then I get cheesy gordita crunch with beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got it. Mm. Wow, I've right? never tried that. Yeah, okay. just no meat. Yeah, because the meat is probably the worst thing that they have to offer, even though it tastes great. Right? It's like probably the thing that you're right. most tempting the gods when you take in too much of it. I mean, I, I definitely had a awakening when I saw the Taco Bell's Lunchables come out in the 90s. And one of my friends had it and like and at lunch, they just pu- like pushed out the meat from that plastic like packet. And I was like, oh, Uh-oh. that looks good <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> that looks wow. Anti cold cuts, pro cold Taco Bell Lunchable meat. Didn't see <laughs> yeah, that coming. In the packet. <laughs> that was the fact that they tried to go cold Taco Bell and cold pizza. Like, I don't know. You that, weren't that you was were in I wasn't on. No, mm. pizza Lunchables looked like shit to me. Did you guys eat them? Were they good? No, I never. I mean, I had. I remember at a kid's house, I, like I had a play date, and they're like, "I got pizza Lunchables." I'm like, fuck yeah! And we were like, "This shit sucks." And then we microwaved it, mm. and then that was then. But we didn't know how strong a microwave was, so we cooked the shit out of it, <laughs> and it was like fucking terrible. Throw it in there for forty five minutes. Just, yeah, we're like, yeah. I don't know, like. 10 minutes? 10 minutes. I am so bad at cooking. A friend brought, um, she, you know, it, it's it's still pa- pandemic time. So she brought over a pizza to our porch and she was like, I think you need to reheat it. And um, I set a timer for 30 minutes. And she was like, I, bitch, I just picked this pizza up. Like, <laughs> why, would you, why would you cook it for th-? I'm like, I, I don't know. That sounded like a pizza time. Yeah. <laughs> They make them That's faster. Amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's uh let's move on to some news. Mm-hmm. Let's talk some John Bolton. Always, always good to catch up with this guy. He's just got good energy, good vibes. <laughs> but he's they had him on what's that, Newsmax? Yeah. And he, he wasn't having it. He did, he's well, not on board with the Newsmax pro Trump like bullshit. It's it's like they don't know who John Bolton is, like as it relates to Trump. I mean he him leaving the White House, it was clear he was like, did not like Donald Trump. Now, was he going to go as far to like actually do the right thing about something? Well, no, not really. But uh, he'll do the right thing to get a book deal to like, you know, because that seems to be the path for most people exiting that administration. But his relationship with Trump wasn't positive. So that's why I was like, this is an interesting choice to have on Newsmax. You want to have someone who's from like the national security warmonger set to come on your show to talk about what's happening in Ukraine. And they're like, the whole spin coming from right wing news is essentially that, you know, this narrative that, you know, when Trump was in power, none of this shit was happening. But then the second Biden gets in, now Putin thinks he's a tough guy because, you know, Trump had him shook. And see, Trump was actually a strong guy and keeping us safe, not with this Biden guy. He's all over the place, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So that's like kind of the the, the way they want their like uh, viewers to kind of take in what's happening is that Trump could have prevented this by coddling Putin more. But anyway, they had John Bolton on to say those kinds of words in front of him. And let's just say he very much was like in one of those few moments, like, let me tell you what really happened when I was there. 
So take it away, you Muppet-looking warmonger. It was pretty tough on Russia in a lot of ways, forcing NATO members to pay up, as we know, sanctioning Nord Stream 2, um, oligarchs close to Putin were sanctioned, selling anti-tank weapons to Ukraine, so arming Ukraine, um, withdrawing from the INF Treaty and expelling Russian officers from this country as well. Uh, he looked, at, in 2018, he looked NATO members in the eye uh, and, and talked about the reliance on Russian energy by Europe and how horrible that was. I mean, he took a very tough stance against Russia. I'm surprised you don't think that he would have handled no, this better didn't. than Joe Biden. No, he, he, he did not. He did not. How did we he didn't not? sanction Nord Stream 2. We, did, we <laughs> didn't sanction Nord Stream 2. We should have. We should have brought the project to an end. Uh, we did impose sanctions on Russian oligarchs and, and several others because of their sales of S-400 uh, anti-aircraft systems to other countries. But in almost every case, the sanctions were imposed with Trump uh, uh, complaining about it and saying we were being too hard. Uh, the fact is that uh, he barely knew where Ukraine was. He once asked John Kelly, his second chief of staff, <laughs> if Finland were a part of Russia. Uh, it's just not accurate to say that Trump's behavior somehow uh, deterred the Russians. I, I <laughs> so it's just like, what the fuck is, what, where am I? That's I, I, I also don't, how are they just pretending that he didn't almost positively collude with Russia to win the election? Like tough on Russia? Like, like maybe tough when you were just like, like jacking him off maybe? Like, I, I, right, I don't right. like. How are we to just use how, lotion that one time you jacked him off? I know, but like, yeah. why wouldn't they at least spin the narrative of like he, you know, oh, they were friends and he was sucking up to him, and so this wouldn't have happened. It's just like tough on him. It's it's just such a wild. Also, yeah, very sad. We have to reference Newsmax as if it's a real news organization. Well, yeah, I mean, when you think of how many people began to shift away from Fox News when they tried to say things like, you know, maybe Donald Trump lost that election, people were like, ah, fuck this. Right. We gotta why... go to CarMax, but for news, where <laughs> who else can we listen to? I'm Give me the at... news facts. I'm looking at some uh, Rav Four hybrids that say Trump is pretty sexy <laughs> and the president. So I like this. Car... And I like still this the pre... and still the president who's handling Russia well. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's one of those things where you know, obviously, they have to project uh, and always say whatever's happening is the opposite, even in the face of just the most, you know, damning evidence or despite reality. So, yeah, I think because for them, they're like, this is the only thing we can really run with. We can't run with could Trump have done more because that's not a thing anyone is going to say on these networks. It's always yeah. like he did everything. He was perfect. And the only reason this is happening is because Trump's not president. OK, the reason right. why that uh, climate change report that just came out that said that we're in a really dark spot with it. That also that wouldn't have come out if Trump was president also. Mm. And the Lakers would be in the playoffs if uh, Trump was also. <laughs> and so your your wife, things. she wouldn't have left you if yeah. Trump was still. So you're right. <laughs> I like this channel. I like this channel. She would have been like, you were right about QAnon and you guys would still be together. Yeah. <laughs> that, those bullet points were very light. And one of them just wasn't true. <laughs> like that, right. That's, uh, I, I have not tuned into Newsmax in a while, but I hadn't fully appreciated how much it now just resembles like Russian state sponsored TV. Like that's just straight up. Oh, yeah. Them yeah. and OAN, they have like the and also they have the worst production quality. I was going to say, like, why like, can't they get better logos? Like I need a logo that's not out of focus. Right. Like if I'm going to really sink into these issues. Oh, it's not out of focus. We just don't know about creating graphics at higher resolutions. <laughs> so we use thumbnails for everything. So they, right. they're they all distorted when we put them on big TVs. The other thing is like they, uh, so many graphic artists, like I've seen like posts of people just slamming just like how they even set up like the graphics on the thing where, you know, Traditional news, even Fox News, a graphic will come up like in the upper corner and like other graphics will like animate to move out of the way to be like. And then our next story, oh boy, which oh is like boy. there on Newsmax and OEN, like literally just see like a JPEG, like like violently just be like, Poof! and then this is <laughs> happening. And then like layer another one on top. And you're like, no one gives a fuck. In I, that I also like I don't I, I, you know, sometimes we go into these like Republican versus Democrat and we're talking about the issues. We're talking about voting rights. We're talking about climate change. But like, I think our new angle should just be like, all right, look at their graphics. 
look at ours. Look at <laughs> right, their look at comedians. Ours. Look at ours. <laughs> Listen <laughs> to their music. Like, I, like, let's stop fighting on moral issues. Let's stop fighting on what matters. Like, let's let's get in on stuff people can relate to and be like, is this really is this really your party? Right. Just, yeah, really go like the marketing seem like it's actually like really like the saddest thing you could do. <laughs> Chelsea, you're going to be saying that until Ben Shapiro takes over Hollywood, which he's in the process of doing. Okay. So I think you should actually. Uh, here's you know. a, now, but here's what I said. I said, I said graphics, music and comedians. Now, when it comes to podcasts, right, movies... they're putting us in the fucking dust. Oh, I mean, yeah. the red, like they hold the top 15 position and uh, like 15 of. 15 people who I don't even know their names are like the number one podcast host right. in the world. No, they're crushing us. Um, so if if you guys could move to 24 hours a day, I'd really appreciate it. We need you. <laughs> We've been Bongino'd and uh, we, oh, yeah. we, there's nothing we can do about it. Bon Fully Bongino'd. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I don't. It's also he like to claim that he would be doing something. He's not in power right now and he's not willing to criticize Putin. <laughs> like, he's, he's still, <laughs> like... Yeah. So, like, we kind of have an idea of what this would look like if he was still in power. It would just be that Putin had even less resistance. And there... He, yeah. he actually did say... He came out earlier today, um, and I, or on Wednesday, he did actually have a comment that was telling Russia to stop. He said uh, that he called the invasion a holocaust. Hmm. They but really know love to use that word for almost yeah, anything. anything. <laughs> right. I mean, with the vaccines, it's a total holocaust right now, making people <laughs> the mandates. And you're like, oh, hold on. You use that word for actually anything. Now. Anything. Right. Anything. It's it's really gotten like a holocaust is it's a it's really odd to be able to take the meaning out of that word. And I think they're getting close. Right. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like anything that sucks. He's like, and then I get my order from McDonald's. I open the bag. They forgot the quarter pounder. Total Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I love that you oh do that God. in Trump voice, too. It's 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. And you're like, it, it is. But he did say he wanted he told them to stop killing these people. So he, for, he, I think someone got That's in his nice. ear. Like, I'm sure that'll hey, work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's a good strategy. <laughs> it does seem like the new strategy which has been Russia's strategy but the new strategy in Ukraine for the past like week now has been just war crimes it's just like bombing hospitals and schools which i don't know like in terms of repercussions like probably nothing is going to happen cuz it seems more and more clear that China like has his back like the uh, rolling stone like did a digest of chinese propaganda on social media and it's like Basically, just mimicking what Russian state-sponsored TV was doing a week right. ago. So that I feel like really. Well, their bots sucks. went from like, man, these are like the sickest Olympics I've ever seen in my life, and then suddenly that account is like NATO aggression and blah blah. blah. Like, whoa! I On February twenty-second, were... one of their like more sophisticated Twitter bot uh, or whatever, probably a person who they pay pay well to do this shared a video about the olympics happy moments come and go but memories stay and then abruptly switches its focus to just saying that ukraine is like actually friends with russia and this is all the u.s's fault so yeah they it it seems pretty clear like what what side they're on and it's just going to be it's it's scary it's a scary future i feel like it's with it's also like very similar to the climate change strategy where China's like, it's you. And we're like, no, it's you. And like and mm -hmm. and then um, and then people just die in the meantime. Right. You know, like it's it's right. it turns like, out it's all of us, but mm -hmm. that's not helpful. to. Well, actually, yeah. it turns out it's mostly the U.S. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like statistically, the like China, can't, China will never produce the amount of CO2 that um not CO2, that the U.S. has. Like, the U.S. has, like, produced so much of climate change. Like, no one will ever catch up to us, even though their numbers are currently higher than ours. I don't want to pivot to climate change. We got to stay on war. Um, right. You know, just, like, one tragedy the at a time. war against Earth. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's that's tough. Wasn't I, yeah. I saw in your notes the, the account was called Spicy Panda. Spicy Panda. Yeah. It's tough yeah. when Spicy Panda's like, all right, we're talking invasion of Ukraine. <laughs> You're like, Spicy Panda, please. Come on, this now. is not the content I come here for. Wait, post those Instapot recipes again, Spicy Panda, <laughs> not this stuff. 
<laughs> but I mean, I think they've always, you know, I think uh, recently too, Russia was talking about how now they're going to build a pipeline to with, to China to find a way to get their gas exports and things off. You know, so in the in the chat, I think China out loud says one thing, but you know, the actions are clearly saying like, yeah, yeah, no, no, like we we got your back until it really starts fucking up our money. And I think that's kind of where a lot of this is hanging now is like trying to see like, okay, how's this going to end for Putin? And then, you know, going forward, what does that mean for other autocratic aims out there? Mm. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. And so is Batman. Batman. There's a Batman movie. It's coming out tomorrow. Probably tonight. If you if you wanted to be one of those people who like goes to the movies late and sees the the first one with like a lot of other sweaty people. I like that. I like that very wordy description of like the the, the early preview for fans. <laughs> like if you're like one of those people who goes out late, wears a costume. Uh, hey, I'm old, man. This is all new to me. You know? <laughs> But yeah, so apparently the reviews are like fairly positive, but also say it's like seems to be have most in common with movies like Zodiac and Seven more so than any other Batman movie. And whoa, <laughs> what? Yeah, that's those are the touchstones that people. Holy think shit. What's were... in the box, Batman? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's in the box? But if you've been watching the some of the marketing campaigns it feels more like Sonic the Hedgehog. We're like the there's the right. Little Caesars Bat Pizza, which is like a calzone. It's they 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 basically like cut a pizza up weird and put it in the shape of kind of the bat symbol, and it looks like shit. Also, <laughs> it's less pizza, so it's like hey. We took out some of the sides of your pizza to kind of <laughs> right. look like a bat. Do you like right. that? <laughs> You're like hey. Have you ever seen those pictures of Domino's like on Super Bowl night when like the pizza just gets like flipped upside down and like turned into just a complete mess? What if that was on purpose? What if that is <laughs> yeah. what we made your pizza look like intentionally? Also, I like Batman doesn't need marketing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. licorice pizza needs a good marketing campaign. <laughs> like, right, and right. that actually has pizza in the title. Like, they need to be out here doing this. Like, you just say, like, there's a new Batman movie. Everyone's going to go. And instead, yeah. all these marketing people are like, what if we did this idiotic thing that cost thousands and millions of dollars? <laughs> I'm just looking at the pizza of, like, what the marketing version of the calzone, oh, wacky calzone pizza is, and what someone actually got. And it looks like it was like the pepperoni slices like don't quite match up. <laughs> like it's almost like it looks like they Frankenstein it together with many slices. You know what I mean? Like there's no pepperoni integrity on. You mean the in slices. the real version, the real one? Yeah, in the IRL version, what the yeah. consumer actually gets. Different colors get of pepperoni of is that's a rough. How you got half a like you'd see you get where the slice is. You're like okay, so that's bisected. But then on the other side of that slice, there's no pepperoni. What happened? Yeah. No, I think, well, I think it got like pushed down. I think they cut it with a dull knife, it looks like, oh, because okay. like you see <laughs> some of it, it is like folded pop pepperoni in the same Oh, yeah. There's some same very Giorgio O'Keefe like pepperoni slices on there. It's like, it, it, it's it's me at 15. And your boss is like, oh, okay, we're making the pizzas and the bats now. And you're like, <sighs> me? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you make a bat? You're like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the marketing version has it in like some sort of mathematically like distributed pattern that looks cool so shocking that they didn't stick to those standards yeah <laughs> but have you guys i want you guys to look at this papa john's uk sponsorship it's the black ghost chili chicken wings and it's a batman time papa john's x the batman they look like the worst, like I thought it was going to be like black pudding or something, but they've they've dyed the chicken wings black and then put red sauce on it. On it, it absolutely looks what like is the last shit you take. Anyone doing 
pairing up Papa John's with anything in the marketing campaign that is the word black. Like, are you guys out of your (laughs) minds? Do you not remember what Papa John did? (laughs) Papa John's UK. (laughs) 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 They think they know. They're like, okay, we can't do it here. Like, fuck it, the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe the UK wasn't abreast of that, I guess. I don't know. I think it's dangerous. This is, I'm, it, it looks horrific. It looks like, you know, like some kind of character, a comic book character was like stabbed. Like, it, I don't know what I'm looking at. It looks like organic matter, but I feel that it's evoking blood and burns and not something. It looks complete. like it was what one of those uh, anti-smoking ads where they show you what lungs look like after right. like you've smoked five packs a day for 10 years. It's so and- horrifying. I think there's also like I get that there was like a whole like wave of being like, oh, try this burger that is like, you know, colored black with like this charcoal or whatever. And like, you know, you see that pop up and kind of become fad moments in food. But like with a chicken wing, it looks like somebody grilled the fuck out of it, burnt it to shit and then put that in front of you. And I'm like, as someone who like grills a lot, I'm like, that looks like I fucked up terribly. (laughs) Exactly. And also a burger has a set shape, right, that we can define. And so yeah. do chicken wings. Yes, yeah, it's, it's in the shape of a bat. If they're individual. Right? Burgers. Right. Yeah, burgers yeah. are always in the shape of a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> but they, they like stacked three wings on top of each other. So it's just like a pile of like black, like <laughs> bulbous, yeah, like right. shit. It looks like a pile of shit with blood drizzled over it. It's actually a great pro-vegetarian campaign. It's it's a yeah, pro-flexitarian truly. campaign. Right. Yeah, there I'm like, is. yeah, I'd be like, you want to get those? I'm like, no, nah, let's just get those cauliflower wings, man. Those shits are better. <laughs> Tastes right. better. There's Batman-themed, the Batman-themed Oreos. But I think the one that like most undercuts it is... There's a cafe offering a drink that's branded with a Riddler style question mark with a chance to guess the flavor as a way promoting the the movie. It's like mystery flavor type shit. But oh, so like, does that mean there's a right answer to the flavor? Yeah. And it's like taken over and people in the UK are on board. But it this one undercuts it the most, I think, because it like made me take a second look at. Did you guys see the trailer for like, I think it was a teaser where like the Riddler is arrested and then like the camera like very seriously there's like a super tense slow push in on the coffee cup and it reveals that there's like a question mark latte symbol on the top of the cup like you know how like a starbucks like a nice coffee place will give you like a leaf shaped latte yeah latte art yeah so they did a question mark so did like the riddler request that did he get (laughs) Back there and do it himself. Right. Does the the barista is like my guy, the Riddler? I'll put that <laughs> question yeah, mark on dude. for you today. Yeah. Oh wait, I thought you just go by Eddie Nigma. <laughs> you're the oh, so you're the Riddler, huh? Okay, but, like, cool. This man. is supposed cool. to be like the Zodiac of superhero movies, and like that feels like something that feels like a thing from the movie that is taken from a like Batman and Robin. Or Batman Forever, like, sponsorship or something, you know? Right. Like, a, a, a mystery in the shape of latte art <laughs> I, feels serious. Uh, have you guys ever worked at, a, like, a marketing company? Like, there was one in Chicago that would bring comedians in to, like, I don't know, make it worse. And, um, <laughs> and like, all marketing companies were always run by, like, these 50-year-old dudes in puffy vests. And right. like the puffy vest would like, you know, make them younger or something. It's like whenever I see these campaigns, I just imagine like some dude in a puffy vest being like, all right, yo, right. yo, yo, uh, oh Batman. And you're like, oh, God, Gary, what now, Gary? And he's like, all right, we're going to shit on the chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> this is what's going to yeah, sell oh. the movie. Maybe it's the ultimate riddle. From the or the ultimate prank from the Riddler is is that how the Riddler works? Does he do pranks on people? <laughs> nope, that's not yeah. right. He just does riddles. Um, I haven't I haven't seen Batman Forever in a long time. Oh, okay. it's one of the greats, <laughs> one of the great uh, tragedies. I mean, I, the Oreo. I, it's funny because you always see like this kind of mark, like marketing and these sort of cross promotional items with like films that don't need them, but. Like you're saying, like Chelsea, like there, 
there's just going to be some person at a studio's marketing department who just suddenly gets some mandate. It's like, hey, man, we got to do some, we need to do some cross promoting. We need to get some, some branding opportunities out there. And then suddenly you're having to do shit like, I got the coffee people to do this. Isn't the film really dark? They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's market to kids, though, too. What about those Oreos? And you're like, uh, uh. Oh, I know. Imagine the kid eating an Oreo being like, Mom, there's a new Batman movie. And she's like, right. all right, let's go on Sunday. Right. She's like, what the fuck? My kid's that a guy's serial killer out. now? <laughs> right. <laughs> There's also ring doorbells, which will now feature special Batman replies. What? No, that is not true. Fuck off. Okay. No, fine. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> I did. I did. I stand it's behind unfathomable. it. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, it's going to be like, hey, fucker. I think so. Yeah. Or that's like, the only one that is like, okay, that's appropriate. It's like, to... leave, leave the package. Drop right. the package. Yeah. Walk away. Put, put the Taco Bell on this bitch's doorstep for the seventh night in a row and back away. <laughs> I'm gonna skull fuck you. Thank you though for the uh, no n- no signature necessary. <laughs> I, it, it would only be cool if you could program what Batman gets to say at your <laughs> ring doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> bing bong. Fuck off. Oh, I'm, yeah. Mine would just be bing bing bong. Show me your dick. Right. <laughs> Put it by the ring camera. Where is Honey, she? Touch Sorry. it. Touch it to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, ring, the ring doorbell thing is real, which makes sense because, like, I think the fact that, like, you know, Gotham is this dystopian, like, hellscape in this movie is truly, like, the type of people who get ring doorbells and, like, want extra features. Like, that's what they are hoping for is, right. like, ultimately a world where. God, I just, I just hope, you know, everyone's like, oh, the ring doorbell is obviously spying on you in your own house. Like, I just hope Batman starts talking to the people inside. You know right, what I right. mean? Where they're like, late night slice of cake. You sure? <laughs> you sure about that? You're like, oh, what? God. Ring doorbell? Ring Batman? <laughs> Stop. Get me out of here. Get me the fuck out of this doorbell. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Release me. I like that. The uh, when you read along, like what the actual like download reply or, or downloadable replies are, one is just that it'll play Michael Giacchino's "Do Me the Batman" theme, accompanied by a cheery voice exclaiming, "Hello, neighbor! Looks like we missed your bat signal. Please leave a message." Oh, wow, okay. wow! They fucked up. It should scream at you, yeah, and make people run away. Like you know, if anyone's trying to steal some shit off your your fucking doorstep, be like, "Motherfucker, I see you. I'll get you. I'm the Batman," and like that might get somebody to yeah twice. maybe not. yeah also you're yeah. we missed your bat signal so the so the bat signal is Bring showing up on your doorstep and ringing the yeah door. all right a lot <laughs> I, you know that like nine hours a day for weeks went into that and then they finally oh, yeah. were like we got it right. for th- and also like there were probably good ones just for the puffy vest fucker to go and say no i think it's just be like sorry we missed your bat signal am i right guys <laughs> Hey, sycophants on that side of the room, what do you think? They're laughing. They're laughing. They're laughing. What do you guys think of my new purple fedora? <laughs> Pretty good, right? Yeah, I had the chin strap put on so I can uh, longboard on it. Let's talk Russian vodka real quick. This is a this is a new trend that we're seeing. People are showing their support of Ukraine by dumping out Russian vodka from liquor stores or from bars, except the like only I think five percent of vodka in the U.S. is actually made in Russia or like owned by Russian companies. Right. But there, there's even like in the in uh, Canada, provinces started banning Russian vodka from liquor stores in order to stand against tyranny and oppression. Glad we glad we've learned so much since World War Two. What <laughs> what country? All right, now every person from there is a fucking criminal. Round them up. It's like, huh? <laughs> Unless yeah. the listen, it's unless you're drinking like Vladimir Putin's small batch craft vodka. I'm not sure what exactly, aside from just like the really misinformed show of solidarity, what what that does. I mean, I don't know. I think it's really powerful. Like, do you remember when <laughs> French fries became freedom fries? That's what I call them still. I just it's important right, to stuck. me. Yeah, it, it's so. It, it's like I love the idea of like we're su- we're supporting Ukraine. Get that out there in some way. But it's like we pick the worst way every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like 
Like there are better symbolic gestures out there. I don't know, like a flag of Ukraine (laughs) or sending their country's charities money or talking to your friends and family on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We only know one speed. That's destroy something when we're mad about it. Yeah, that's destroy a vodka that will have no bearing on anything because we already fucking bought it and own it. Right. Like the same t- when conservatives like I'm burning all my Nike stuff. It's like that you bought and they've already collected the <laughs> fucking what What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So like Stoli, not Russian. Smirnoff also is basically not Russian. But like the, the have you seen any of these videos like just old yeah. guys who own bars dumping out like bottles of Stoli? In one case, uh, somebody's dumping a bottle of vodka into a mop bucket. Hmm. Which I think is, it just means that they're going to use it after again later. They're just hey, going to pour it right uh, back. Alcohol in there. is a disinfectant, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think they're going to like make people drink that shit. Knowing my my experience in the food service industry would <laughs> my experience suggest. partying around a mop bucket is someone's <laughs> have to drink the mop <laughs> so, bucket. Somebody's always got to drink the mop bucket. Everybody knows <laughs> <that>. Anyways, <laughs> hey, it's your lucky day, man. This mop time, bucket. the mop bucket has vodka in it. Hey, all, all the right. PAs run over. Give us the mop bucket. <laughs> I've never had mop bucket vodka. You have, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, you mentioned World War II. Apparently, prohibition was at least partially caused by anti-German sentiment after World War One, and people basically like because most beer was brewed by Germans or came from Germany. That was a big part of how they got like popular sentiment behind uh, one of the most disastrous uh, policies of the 20th century. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's I was like, wait, what's that group of others doing? Wait, the like black people and Mexicans that have uh, immigrated to this country, they're smoking weed. All right, then stop the weed now. We yeah. got to get rid of it. There's always a, there's always a way to use uh, xenophobia to. I guess accelerate. You know, xenophobia is a, a tool in your toolkit that mm-hmm. you know never gets dull, right? Pull it out for anything. No, somehow, just like the Holocaust. <laughs> Every time you think it's gotten dull, xenophobia comes back just sharp as the day you bought it. <laughs> Cuts through anything. Chelsea, such a pleasure having you as always. Uh, where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Oh my gosh, you can listen to my podcast, Celebrity Book Club with Chelsea Devantes, wherever you listen to podcasts. We recap mostly female memoirs um, and talk about Phil Spector wigs. And uh, you can follow me <laughs> at Chelsea Devantes on Twitter and on Instagram. And uh, and you can catch you can catch me at Taco Bell any fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Just come you on by. Do you order? You don't order with the app, do you? Do you do you go like old school? Because I see I've I've heard of, I see people, some of my old school friends. They like I use the app all the time now. Oh, like, wow. Isn't it? I, OK, I'm well, like, listen, it... I'm I'm not on the app. I feel like that's a layer I don't need in my life. But yeah, uh, maybe yeah. I'll maybe I'll succumb to it today. There's there's just something about going to a drive through that still makes my heart flutter. Maybe yeah. Just congestion from all the fast food i'm eating like it's actual like my heart palpitations maybe but it's another thing (laughs) thank you guys for having me yeah yeah see you again soon and is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying yes okay so this was i actually referenced asher perlman last time but listen it's what i saw today it really made me laugh he does uh cartoons for the new yorker i don't know if this will translate auditorially but i'm gonna try it's a cartoon. It's a cat. And the cat really just is like looking like he's not having it, right? And then there's a genie next to the cat. And the genie's like, uh, he's a tryhard. He's a people pleaser. <laughs> and the, the genie, I'm really, oh, I'm really doing my best. And then the genie has a little quote caption that says, it's just that if your first two wishes are fuck off and die, it's like really hard for me to do the third one. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I was like crying That's laughing so over it. Yeah. Big cat energy. I'm a fan. Miles, where can people find you? What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray. Also, the other show with Sophie Alexandra, 420 Day Fiance, where we talk 90 Day, Married at First Sight. You know, like we all do. We sometimes need to retreat into a world of reality trash to heal our wounds. A tweet that I like is from at Ariel Shading, tweeted, Columbo is for people who sleep like, shoo, shoo. 
But Poirot is for people who sleep like snark. Me, 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 me. That's just science. As someone who had to, my mom loved watching Poirot as a kid. For somehow, I've really felt that in my body. Not for everybody, but that was for me. But in your body, you did feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see a tweet I've been enjoying. Walt at Walt Lilly tweeted Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. Wes Anderson should stop making movies and start designing high concept putt putt courses in the Myrtle Beach area. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a great true. idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That dude, like, if he just put the level of, like, meticulous attention to detail into something besides making, which, you know, I'm not a Anderson hater, but that man needs to make something else in the real world. He needs to bring Putt-Putt back. Needs to bring Putt-Putt back. Thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? This is a track from uh, New York producer, musician, Slauson Malone. And it's called Cold, uh, Closed Place Open World. The production is, like, all the music they make is super cool and, like, kind of gloomy and moody. And this one just kind of, I don't know, it has, like, all, it sounds like uh, if explorers of the apocalypse unearthed an iPod 3,000 years from now and got to start working, they'd be like, whoa, this sounds like uh, it was in a rubble pile. But it's in the best fucking way. Uh, so this is Closed Place Open World by Slauson Malone. All right. Well, The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. We're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. 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 Bye.